Where's you seen all here? I'm Shamil and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT A9.5 FM. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once a train in Virginia vet is nice,
Good morning, Toronto, and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Today is episode number 30. Imagine that, 30 episodes. We've gone to so many countries. Today is the country of Trinidad and Tobago, and we have uh, Shamil, a really great guest. This guy brings so much energy and a lot of good music, too. Not to mention a second interview coming up with Kin Rose. Kin is an artist who I met through Nova, another artist we interviewed about Nigeria. But today, Kin Rose is talking about St. Vincent, where his family comes from. As I said earlier, this is episode number 30. We're 30 episodes deep into this whole adventure across the world. And uh, next week, I'm going to tease you here, it's going to be a really good show. This is a special one with many interviews that's near and dear to my heart. Um, And I'd also like to get, frankly, to 50 episodes. 50 seems like a good number, and I think we can get there. All right, so let's get into this show about Trinidad. We're going to start with my interview with Shamil. I know you're going to love him. He is one of my favorites. Here's Shamil Mohammed on Tracks from Abroad. Morning, 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 neighbor. That's the same way you say back home in Trinidad. Or morning, brethren, morning, sisters. My name is Shamil. Y'all can call me Sham Sham. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. Big up my Caribbean people one time. Don't know, don't know how we're doing this. How exciting to have Shamil. Clearly, this guy's full of energy. He's a ball of energy. And we're going to talk all about Trinidad and the Caribbean. We've also got to welcome Quinn Carlisle to the show. Quinn is in the call. He is our Tracks from Abroad intern. Quinn, how are you doing? I'm great, Jesse. I'm always happy to be on the call. Well, Shamil, um, I want to ask you, you know, how did you come to the University of Toronto? Here we, here we are in Canada. And how did you make your way from the Caribbean? Well, that's a good question because um, I would say university, coming to the University of Toronto UFD was, was all a dream of mine because um, I've had like cousins attend this university as well over the years. Also because there's a huge friend on Tobago diaspora here. So I feel like home all the time, 27, 24, 8, 25, <laughs> 25, 8, not 24, 7. This yeah, is yeah. literally my second home. Well, before, before we even met Shamil, um, I was getting recommendations from other guests on tracks from abroad. One of them was Anna, who's from Latvia, and Anna was on the show. And it's really cool to be able to, you know, make these connections, this network of students. Another one was Charon from St. Lucia. And so I got to learn a little bit about the Caribbean. So that helped me in, in uh, writing up some questions. But yeah, to talk about the Caribbean community at U of T. Big up the Western Easter Association one time. And um, at U of T, there's WISA. And there's also the Caribbean program. And they also have a student union called CARSU. So U of T has a lot of Caribbean students downtown. There's three other students who I went to high school back home with. So we always go out on Lime. So Lime is a word. In Trinidad, we used to party. So if you're here at Lime, it means to like party and have a good time. WISA has done a tremendous job for the Caribbean community and they continue to do. Being part of WISA and as a member of the club, you get to make these connections, not only within UFT, but the Caribbean connections like staying at the University of Toronto. I like that you brought up that word Lime, to hang out, to chill, to Lime. There's also wine, which is like a time, you know, you're dancing, you're doing the wine, right? Yeah. You have wine, we have like, so example, so back when we have a genre of music called chutney and another dance um, with wine is like, screw the light bulb, like screw the light bulb, pop the dog. So like you screw the light bulb and you pop the dog. So chutney is like a fusion of um, Indian and um, we have a lot of um, Indian diaspora back home after indentureship. That 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 form of chutney generated from, um, well, my ancestors who came from India and um, the rest of the Indian community. Um, come to Trinidad and Tobago many, many, many years ago and settled. And it's changed over the years. There's a fusion, there's a mix of it. So 
Okay, bouncing off this light bulb and dog action, is there a song that you can recommend to start off this first music set on Tracks from Abroad? Savannah Grass, the Savannah Grass by Kesta Chantala, Kesta Band. We're in the call right now with Shamil Mohammed from Trinidad, also with Quinn Carlisle, our TFA intern. We're going to be right back here on Tracks from Abroad.
we do it, Lawi? Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. Today we are talking to Shamil Mohammed from Trinidad. And Quinn, we've got a question on deck. Go ahead. Yeah, Shamil. Uh, I was reading that before Christopher Columbus came, uh, Trinidad was known as the land of the hummingbird. Uh, so I'm curious if that is still a symbol there. Uh, and it's like something important to you, the hummingbird. Yeah, we have a tremendous amount of different um, types of hummingbirds back home. Yeah, hummingbirds are really dear to us. And anywhere you go, like even within the city, you would see a hummingbird. So for example, yesterday my mom put up a, a Instagram story and you know what it was? It was a picture of a hummingbird nest. And where where I live, I live within um the city of San Fernando. So it's more of an urban area compared to like other areas within the city. So it's it's really nice to see like hummingbirds being part of the urban environment and a lot, a lot of it has been commercialized because um, you see bird feeders popping up everywhere. So everyone has a bird feeder back home. It's part of our, it's a huge part of our ecotourism as well. Bouncing off that idea of tourism, I, you guys are well known for Carnival. Oh gosh, opening up a whole can of worms here. Listen, Carnival, very well known in Trinidad, but what is it like to be part of Carnival? What is it like? Yo, it's it's the greatest show on earth. There's no other party in this world like Carnival back home in Trinidad and Tobago. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, carnival celebration within the Caribbean is whole night, whole morning, like 24 hours a day, Monday and Monday and Tuesday, and the, the months leading up to like Carnival Monday and Carnival Tuesday just before Ash Wednesday. You have parties every day. So like now my phone, like Instagram and, and um and all like my like Facebook and stuff, you've been seeing all these carnival parties just popping up, just being able to be part of it and like to live within Trinidad Tobago during carnival is amazing because this is part of our like selves carnival. Emil, uh, I might be ignorant here, but what exactly do uh, Carabana and Carnival celebrate? So Carnival um, originated from like resistance. We were colonized uh, by many, many European um, um, countries over the years, sort of from the Spanish. And then eventually um, the main one was the British. So it was born out of oppression and it was born out of, of, be, of the people being oppressed back home. And that... That oppression would have stemmed from um, from the Euro from the English people um, during the years of slavery and then on to indentureship. And Carnival was a celebration that allowed people to celebrate their personal cultures, to to speak about their traditions, to to practice what they know is part of their own culture. Uh, we recently saw a visit from the British royals to the Caribbean. And this also comes on the heels of Barbados uh, relinquishing its connection to the Queen, becoming a republic. What do you think about that? Is Trinidad still have that connection, or are they now a republic? We we are a republic. Um, we gained our independence in 1962, August 31st, 1962, and then we became a republic on the sep on September 24th, um, 1976. But there is still evidence of. A colonial legacies within Trinidad and it's crazy to think so for example the carnival celebrations are held at a place called the Queen's Park Savannah definitely um we've seen over the years a lot of progressive thought it takes a while for things to change it takes a while for for people to learn about it carnival and the music of carnival and the cultures of like Trinidad and Tobago 
has paved that way for people to become more informed about moving away from the British and just being able to, to be independent as a nation. Well, Shamil, we've covered so much already, and I know that we are going to get into the food of, um, of Trinidad just in a second. But first, let's get back to some music. As always on Tracks from Abroad, the student brings the playlist of music from their country. So, Shamil, can you recommend another song for us to play? So, I will go with Family by Marshall Montano, Skinny Fabulous, and Bungie Garland. Shouts out to Skinny Fabulous. The guy's name is Skinny Fabulous? Yeah, skinny. Good name. Good name. Good name. All right. Let's play that track in a couple more, and then we'll be back right here on Tracks from Abroad to talk more with Shamil.
love of each other. Let's dance together. I love you, love one another.
Welcome back from our music break. This is Tracks from Abroad, and today uh, I'm Quinn. I'm here with Jesse, and we're talking to Shamil from Trinidad. Shamil, what kind of things do you like to cook that are uh, native to Trinidad? Anything curry chicken. And recently I learned to cook stew. I'm, I'm trying to learn to cook like my mom, like my grandma. I'm trying to cook with my uncle, you know, my auntie, because they're the ones who know how to master it. Yeah, curry is, is also different. Our curry is different from like, curry within the caribbean so when you see um like jamaican curry compared to to, to trinidad's curry trinidad curries trinidad curry is, is is a bit greener than jamaican curry and um guyanese curry as well is different to trinidad and tobago curry but every country every caribbean island has a different form of their curry chicken we're talking about the differences between the foods, but what are some broad differences that you can point out between these island nations? I would say Trinidad is more industrialized and Tobago is what you would epitomize as a, a tourist destination. So like I will go there with my family and friends just to have a good time, you know, sit on lime. And um, like between Trinidad and Tobago, I, I believe that Tobago has more beaches than Trinidad. And... Um, the only thing, though, is that we just call it curry chicken. <laughs> that damn curry chicken. <laughs> and, and, I'll, and, I'll, and, I'll, and my guy and his friends and, and colleagues would call it chicken curry. But besides besides that, we, we all live as one. We are the Caribbean region. We are the, the West Indies. Trinidad is pretty close to Venezuela, if I'm correct. Uh, I'm wondering if Venezuela has any influence on Trinidad, if any of the unrest there uh, has any influence on Trinidad. So what is similar, what is happening, um, similar to what's happening in North Africa and Italy is what is also happening between Trinidad and Venezuela. Um, over the years, we've seen an influx of Venezuelan uh, migrants into Transbago. And um, I think around like four years ago, we would have granted amnesty to, um, to many of them for, to, 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 to reside within Trinidad and Tobago. We've been able to, to, to have fusion with um, our Venezuelan um, 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 citizens um, in Trinidad and Tobago, and it's really nice because um, they bring with us, they bring with them so many of their culture as well, from their foods, their their music, and um, recently too, I was watching a video on Facebook, and um, they have a sport native to Venezuela called kickball, which is like baseball mixed with football. Well, and um, I see it was being played back home in one of one of the grounds back home. Los primeros días como que más risa que lo que jugaba, porque eso era una diversión, pero que la primera base, que la segunda base, que la tercera base y esta vaina como es. Porque yo me enredaba, yo corría lo que no tenía que correr, lo corría. Dije, ah, no, este se emocionó demasiado, pero hoy divertido, me gusta mucho. So when I saw that, I was like, that's really nice. That's, that's, that's exciting to see back home. The second language now is Spanish from English. So English and Spanish. Um, yo hablo español muy poquito, así, así. <laughs> but um, definitely I would see um, anyone who's coming to Trinidad to be going there. Um, if you know and speak Spanish, it will be really good for you as well. And have you traveled in between some of these these countries? And what do you notice when you get to the other place? I've traveled to Barbados, Grenada, Jamaica, Cayman Islands, um, Belize, if you want to call it. I mean, it borders the Caribbean, but it's Central America. Yeah, that's 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 basically the amount of um, Caribbean countries I've been to thus far. I would probably make the case that as you move north of the Caribbean islands, the water gets bluer. Mm. <laughs> it, gets, it gets like that type of like, tropical blue fairy tale blue water color you want to see like within an island but i i was telling someone yesterday i live in trinidad and Tobago, but i celebrate eid i celebrate diwali 
I celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Easter. Okay. Like my name is Shamil Mohammed, right? And um, I know someone, I think, um, and my name is Shamil Mohammed, but I'm a, I'm a practicing Hindu. Some of my family is also Muslim. So for Eid, I've been to mosque. I've, I've been to like Iftar for Ramadan. So Ramadan Mubarak to um, um, the Muslim community who's listening to TFA. And it's really nice to grow up back home because we live together in like these small communities. And that's why everyone gets to celebrate all cultures, all re like religion back home is really nice because we grew up in everything. We grew, we, we grew, we, we, we grew up like celebrating each other's um, religious festivals. Shamil, uh, so it sounds like the Caribbean is really a melting pot for all different people around the world. Toronto claims to be one of the most multicultural cities in the world. Uh, does it hold up to that? Yes, most definitely. So when you say melting pot, that's I like how you said that because like I could I could put that into the context of like a Caribbean dish. It's called kalalu or pilau. So kalalu is like a a, a mix of like baji okra, pumpkin, pepper, you name it. It's all just mixed up in one pot, right? Just like how you, you said a melting pot. And definitely, that's why I, that was also one of like um, my, my um, the factors of like coming to Canada to study because of Toronto. Yeah, they do a really good job with um, integrating all cultures, religions into um, for the festivals and so on. So Shamil, we're getting back into your playlist. Do you have a song that we could recommend to start off this set? Yeah, it's a song by um, Freetown Collective, and the name of it, drumroll please, is Feel the Love. Can you feel the love? Yeah, that's how it goes. You guys are going to feel it right now on Tracks from Abroad. May your heart find peace anywhere you come from. Could I up you, could I down blessings on my nation?
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. Today we are talking about Trinidad with Shamil Mohammed. We also have Quinn Carlisle, our TFA intern, in the call. And Shamil, this is a big question right here, but I've seen on your social media you use the hashtag SuccessFromSouth. And not only this, but when I click on it, you're the only one who uses it. So is this something you're trying to create? And what is the message behind this hashtag? I'm from South Trinidad and Tobago. This hashtag originated with me in high school. I was doing a presentation for a presentation skills speaking class. I went to a school in North Trinidad and Tobago, and it was an international Canadian school. And there wasn't much of um, South students at the school. So success from South was part of me making my mark at the school and to also show, most importantly, which part of Trinidad I'm from. It, it, it brings me back to to my relations in South Trinidad and Tobago, it brings me back to, it brings me back to, to, to the cultures, the religion, the, the practices, you know, my home, my, my country in general, Trinidad and Tobago. Speaking about things that come from your home, is it true that the steel pan originated in Trinidad? Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Uh, many academics would probably um, suggest that it may have originated in Jamaica, but the inventor, Winston Spree Simon is from Trinidad and Tobago, and um, yes. What sort of genres is it used in? And moreover, are there any music genres that are from the South? You know, we're talking about South Trinidad. What do they play down there? Everything. So speaking about that, one of my one of my great colleagues who I went to school with, um, his name is Joshua Regrello, and he's changing the pan industry in Trinidad and Tobago. And he's from South Trinidad. I went to school with him in South in Naprima College. Big up Naprima College one time. Joshua Regrello, they call him the pan man. Back home, we call him the pan man. And he has revolutionized the industry. And you could you could tell him play anything on it. He'll play it. And after the pan man play pan, the pan man play pan. One time this lady called me. She looking for a pan man to play for she. I say, I can't really play pan, you know. But if you pay men good, I will learn for you. A private event she having by she house. But yeah, Joshua Regrello, when you you need to look him up on Instagram, Joshua Regrello, and you'll see the art of the steel pad. Well, now I'm interested, Shamil, what are your friends doing? The ones that you grew up with in Trinidad, have they moved to Canada? Have they moved elsewhere? And the ones that remain behind, do they have opportunity? What are they what are they up to? So many of my friends back home. So so I, as I said, I went to I went to two high schools. So I went to Naprima College and then I also attended an international Canadian school called Maple Leaf International School. Very sounds Canadian. Right. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds like a <laughs> very Canadian, right? So um, so when I left, so many of my friends in Naprima College um, who would have graduated, they all, um, many of them went abroad as well, um, the UK to Canada to the States. And also we have um, one of the best um, universities in the Caribbean called UE. So many of my friends would also um, um, went to um, university there. Um, speaking about my friends at Maple Leaf International School, um, a lot of them are actually in Canada and many, many of them are in London and Western and, and, and um, the other um, universities or um, colleges in London. So big up the, um, the, the Trinidad and Tobago posse in London. And um, yeah, you know who you are. And also to um, my friends back home in, at UE. Even like, like yesterday, just on a side note, I was um, doing something for urban studies at Innis College. And if you see me on campus, my backpack has a Trinidad and Tobago flag, right? 
And just like that, like I had it to the side. And then um, there was this lady uh, and she sees the flag. And I was like, you're from Trinidad. And I was like, yeah, I'm from Trinidad. Then she was like, I'm from Trinidad. And I was like, I knew that. <laughs> I heard it from your accent. And then I just, I went on to ask her like, which part of Trinidad? Then um, she was like, La Romaine. And La Romaine, I could, I could. What's I could, La Romaine? I could throw a ball to La Romaine because oh. it's, so it's so close, you know? Wow. And that's also, La Romaine is another town in South. So you see, success from South there again. <laughs> All right, Shamil. To wrap up the show, could you summarize in one sentence uh, Trinidad and Tobago or a reason why someone should visit Trinidad and Tobago? There's a song by David Rudder called Sweet, Sweet TNT. It's got Sweet, Sweet TNT. Oh, how I love my country. So aside from of Trinidad and Tobago being a sweet, sweet country, if I could sum up Trinidad and Tobago in, in one sentence, it is a country where every creed and race finds an equal place. And that's also a line from our national anthem. <laughs> Beautiful. What a way to end the show, Shamil. Thank you very much for coming on Tracks from Abroad. Thank you to Quinn, Shamil. You know, awesome, awesome responses. And we'd love to have you back on, frankly. But uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. You don't know it's your boyfriend, Trinidad. You got Shamil here and just digging up TFA one time and Jesse for the tremendous work he's been doing here alongside Quinn, his intern here. So great job, TFA team. Y'all making moves. Don't know. Guys, what did I say? Is Shamil not hilarious? What a fun guy to talk to. And he really made me want to go down to Trinidad, to be honest. Let's give Shamil a moment of silence to appreciate him. All right, Shamil, if you ever want to come back on the show, you have a golden ticket to come back on Tracks from Abroad. But next, we're going to get into another country near to Trinidad, St. Vincent, another island. And we're going to talk to Ken Rose. He's an artist of Vincentian descent, Vincentian from St. Vincent. So let's get into my interview with Ken Rose. You just heard his song, and we're going to play two more of his tracks as well. Here's Ken Rose on Tracks from Abroad. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. 
So tell us about St. Vincent. What is your connection to that country? So my mom and my two oldest siblings are actually born from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Brings the culture to me. Um, I grew up around everything Vinci. I think I kind of knew the Vinci culture before I knew Canadian culture. That's kind of how it was embedded in my household and in my life. Are there any significant types of food or just items that like take you back to that core culture? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think the most significant one to me is Palau. That's a combination of chicken and, and, and rice, round rice. Could have that every day. <laughs> wow. Okay. That <laughs> sounds good. That sounds good. We love talking about food on Tracks from Abroad. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just hungry when I record this stuff. All right. We just had um, a pretty big storm in Ontario. I think it killed some people, brought down a lot of trees. Definitely. And this island, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, is, is really, um, I think it's called Hurricane Alley or something like this. But you guys get a lot of natural disasters. What can, what can you tell me about those? I guess it's just the way it was located and the weather. Every now and then it's a hurricane. I think most recently we had a, volcano, a volcanic eruption, which was huge, crazy to see. Got family members and everybody having to evacuate. So it does get dangerous and scary sometimes, which on the contrary, as beautiful as it can be, right. it does get crazy sometimes down there, yeah. So the effect of the volcano, is that has that completely been overcome or is there still a lot of damage from that? I believe there's still a lot of damage to go. And as the ash filled the sky and blocked out the sun, these were the scenes as daytime on the island turned as dark as night in moments. These eruptions are rare. Just a Yeah, it's going to take a minute to fix, but I think they are overcoming it. Everybody's kind of doing a little bit better now than they used to be. Calling down on every family, every person I know down there, making sure they're all right. And they seem to be all right right now. Yeah. Now, you wanted to go down to, to visit and to help after the, in the aftermath of the volcano. Did you get to do that, and do you hope to go back again? Yeah, COVID made it crazy, so I didn't get to go down there, but I do still, still want to go down there maybe sometime next summer, sometime soon to help out, make sure there's anything. We do what we can over here. I think every Vince you kind of knows you got to send the barrels over with food, supplies, everything that everybody needs. So that's what we've been doing so far, but... Soon, hopefully soon, we can get down there and help You say out. send the barrels over. That's to say, like, you earn money here, maybe you send it back. Is that? Earn money and literally send barrels of food, equ wow. food, equipment, school supplies, whatever anyone needs. Well, when you do go back, I wonder if you'll bring your guitar and, like, do a performance. Like, what does the music scene look like in, in St. Vincent? Absolutely. My uncle's been trying to connect me. Um, my, my grandpa's been trying to connect me with my uncle, who plays guitar down there, too. We're supposed to do a collab. Amazing. So... We have Steel Pan. What is it? Mm. Starlift Steel Pan. Whoa, that's a cool name, Starlift. For well, real. I think it's about time we got into uh, some of your music. Can you suggest one of your own songs that we can play? I would like to recommend... Let's start with Cops Don't Care. I, th I think that's been a favorite of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is one I really <laughs> like. All right, so we're here with Ken Rose in the Hard House studio on Tracks from Abroad, playing some music. This is Cops Don't Care. They don't wanna see us breathe. 
look, I don't go outside because they cut my breath for jogging. Uh, we can stay inside. Uh, we don't gotta, we don't gotta hide. I think a dumb man, I've made sure you got your nugget. You know how they treated us last time we got to talking, baby. I make sure my angels visit nothing. You know what they did to Martin and that killer steady walking, baby. I love you enough to prep the coffin. And they catch us while we marching, then the world is gonna stop this, baby. Rise on fire. Do you wanna walk with me? back to Tracks from Abroad. Today we are with Kin Rose, the artist, right here in downtown Toronto at CIUT's Map Room Studio. Kin, we just heard one of your songs. Where did, where did that song come from? When did you write it? What's it about? Now that song was written really in the heat of the moment where everything during COVID, I don't, I think we could all kind of remember that time where things were getting hot. I think Ahmaud Arbor, he had just passed away. Even, I'll even get on a more personal note, a cousin of mine passed away due to police violence too. So at the time it was really hitting me. That was really the way I was feeling. Cops didn't care. And it, everything kind of just kind of manifested into making that song. I, it was really just one night, just out of a frustration, frustrated, when will it seem like they do care? Yeah. That's when it was made. Okay, gotcha. When we were walking here, we talked about the TV show, the television show Atlanta. And that show does feature some police brutality. Uh, it's it's made by Donald Glover or Childish Gambino. Uh, what do you think about this show? I mean, it, it deals with some of these topics that might get brought up in your music. I think Donald Glover does a really he's really he's really good at kind of embedding that into the show and kind of making it interesting and consumable for kind of everyone to see, especially when it comes to police brutality. I think oh, I don't want to spoil nothing, but <laughs> of the show. Watch the show yeah, but... Listen, I'm on. I'm starting season two. Okay, right you're now. starting season two. I can't spoil nothing, but they do get into 
political stuff, police brutality stuff, and even they go deeper, way deeper in other black issues, he gets in everything. So I just think as entertainers, as people who have a platform, in a weird way, we don't really have to make it about politics all the time, but to kind of be interested enough to spread that message and kind of make people think, that's huge. And I don't think that's kind of irreplaceable for Mm -hmm. entertainment. Mm -hmm. Also in the TV show Atlanta, it shows the progression of a music manager who has to deal with his his troublesome uh, artist that he's managing, and it's just the rise of, of a rising artist trying to, to make his way. Yeah, so do you relate to this this guy? Uh, what's the guy's name in the show? Uh, Earn. Earn. Yeah. Earn. I kind of relate to both Earn and Paperboy at the same time. Being the artist manager, seeing what Earn kind of deals with, everybody kind of wants to be free as artists. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Putting yourself in Paperboy's position, I mean, he's playing shows, not getting paid, getting ripped off. What is it like to, to be an artist and having to go th- jump through those hoops to try to make it? Once a year or every couple of months where something comes out of the woodworks as a scam or something comes out as I do a show, it didn't get, it's weird. It gets weird. A couple of false record deals, a couple of people who claim they want to boost me up and blow me up and never happens it's just a finesse of scam there's a couple <laughs> couple of shows it's free which you just got to do it because you know for the community the hardships of being an artist yeah it's it just seems like a marathon to me you gotta like, go marathon. through you gotta train you gotta do all these steps um anyway but I'm, I'm excited right now to listen to some more of your music so what is another song that we can we can get from your catalog decision throwback All right, here's Decision, played right now with Ken Rose in the studio, the Hard House studio on CIUT 89.5 FM. This is Tracks from Abroad. Say 
Use our precision, babe. Don't be indifferent, babe. Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. Today we are talking with Ken Rose, an artist right here in downtown Toronto. Ken, can you tell us about your upcoming EP? All right, my upcoming EP, it's, um, it's called Stimuli. I think I played it at a show secretly mm. at Supermarket last year, I believe. So yeah, it's coming. It's coming soon, real soon. Okay, nice. Supermarket. We love Supermarket. Uh, playing some some cool uh, shows and that connection to CIUT as well. Uh, what was it like performing at Supermarket? That's a cool venue. It's a super cool venue. I think I love the room. I love the vibe and the ambience of it, especially with the EP that I had. It being something more intimate, something more R&B and kind of catered to love and that process it's a slow process so you got to really see supermarket to really get the picture but there's like a little break off spot from the bar and the lounge section to the stage where you can really get close and get personal with people and that that was really cool my music is really the type of music that you can kind of sit vibe with and kind of think about it'll hit you in a way that's super soulful hit you in the soul i so to have that up close and personal kind of close-knit feel with people that's kind of my favorite shows and that's how that's how they've been most times catch me around toronto it's one show i'm doing a couple of shows this summer i'm doing i believe a show next week with geneva lay i'm not singing but she's singing i'm playing though so come through <laughs> cool. and a uh, couple of little open mics and stuff like that after when the days come up they'll come up but be sure to catch in and stay tuned for that Awesome. Well, Ken Rose, thank you very much for coming on Tracks from Abroad and talking about the country of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Thanks for having me. Tracks from Abroad has visited Haiti, the Dominican Republic, and St. Lucia as well. And obviously this is Trinidad and the Grenadines, and we're, we're going all over the Caribbean. So if you want to listen back to those shows, please do on Mixcloud or at TFA.radio on Instagram. All right, enough of that. Um, thank you very much for listening to the show. We've got CIUT Critic Circle coming up at 9 a.m., followed by Viento Sur at 10 a.m. we got to do a show on Bolivia, speaking of which. Shout out Viento Sur and uh, Calling All Blues at noon. See you next time. That was good. That was a vibe. <laughs>